right, guys, what is up? Welcome to this episode of Big Red Banter. Uh, my name is Skylar Holzman. I'm the WVBR Sports Director. I do this intro every time in case you are a first-time listener. Man, I'm here with my guy, as per usual, Jake Richards. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? This is Jake coming at you still in the hometown Binghamton area, but zooming in for some banter, some bi-weekly banter. Uh, but we do, I think, I think the biggest headline of today, Skylar, agree or disagree, yeah. is a newcomer to disagree. the Big Red Absolutely Banter disagree. family. Disagree. Disagree. Wow. Okay. There are, there are bigger headlines. Well, I think this is, <laughs> this is a bigger headline. This is the biggest headline in my heart. Um, <laughs> so we have a new voice here and introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Ryan Madrigal. First time calling in. I'm excited. All yeah. right. All right. Hell yeah. All right. Um, yeah, first time calling in. We'll just use that verbatim. You can't actually call into the show. It's pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll just pretend that this yeah. is like, this is our experience. This is in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, we're ha- like super happy to have you, man. Um, and uh, yeah, Ryan, you're freshman here at Cornell. Um, sophomore, you're sophomore. Sophomore. sophomore yeah why did i not know this um, <laughs> we're learning so much more yeah. ryan is part of the expansion that we've been promising to fans pretty much since the show started um so a year later we have finally expanded and we're bringing in new content and new voices for yeah. the loyal viewers yeah yeah the four the four loyal viewers so um, <laughs> hey, we got 20 downloads last yeah, time <laughs> we yeah, I might have to bleep that out we can't have people knowing <laughs> <laughs> how many people listen to this <laughs> blank oh, meant, amount of viewers you meant you meant 20 million that's cool yeah um, yeah no i'm pretty sure we've mentioned how as a media organization we reach the entire world so seven billion do. is obviously how many listeners we have every that's season. our benchmark we we're not we're not reaching the zero to two years old uh, category that's the one that we're really missing out on um <laughs> i think that's been our biggest detriment <laughs> but <laughs> But regardless, we got we got some stuff to talk about this week. Stuff has actually happened. Yes, in the last two. In weeks. our specialty sports show, we have some sports news. Unfortunately, not many updates on the Cornell sports side, but we do have some juicy ju- juicy stories in the pro sports world. Uh, Ryan, actually, what's the first story you would like to talk about for this um, show? First story, let's hit it on uh, Tatis. I mean, he got a ma- massive, massive extension. Um, very young guy, uh, worth it. I mean, well, I guess we can talk about it. Is he worth that much money? So I think the details were 340 million over 14 years, right? Yeah. That, uh, (laughs) I, 300, to to think that this guy (laughs) is getting paid $340 million and hasn't even paid, uh, played in 340 major league baseball games. Wow. Um, <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr., for those who don't know, if you don't know, watch some baseball. Um, but if you do not know, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a 22-year-old phenomenal shortstop for the up-and-coming San Diego Padres, and he signed a massive extension with that team. Uh, as I, I and you know, 22 years old, only played in 143 games over two seasons, uh, made his debut in 19, then played the 60-game season in 2020. I mean, it's not, I love it's not even a full season. It's not even a full season combined. It's 143 games. That's nothing. <laughs> I mean, he still has four years. The Padres still have four years of control over him. And 
it seems a bit premature to me. A little bit. Yeah. So in terms of baseball business, like precedents, I think both of you are very right. It's very, wow. Tati, like this, this guy, like four more years of of guaranteed club control. Mm -hmm. And they decided to sign him for 14 years. First of all, to have job security for 14 years in the baseball world at age 22 is unbelievable. Holy cow. Uh, Young stars are watching. Young athletes are Mm. now thinking, hey, maybe I should play baseball. Um, (laughs) Juan Soto is on the phone with his agent. I can almost guarantee he's another young phenom is saying, "Uh, we need to get me a deal like this come on <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, dude you suck like man all the ages <laughs> for the people actually deserve this like like dude everyone 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 should be talking to trevor bowers agent everyone should be switching yeah really that bowers is the most agent. player friendly <laughs> deal in history dude scott borask go just suck it like, yeah. like you are yeah. on the back burner right now oh my god Oh my lord! I mean, also Acuna. What, what did he get paid? Ten years, a hundred million. I mean, that, I th- that's a club. I think it was like nothing. Right? I think it was eight years, a hundred. Uh, yeah, years. like in comparison to um, what his yeah. other young stud is being paid, that Acuna deal is viewed as incredibly team friendly. <laughs> I mean, oh you see, like the three young guys in baseball right now: Acuna, Soto, Tatis, and. I mean, now, I mean, Soto's next, like you said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How much, especially for a small market team that they weren't really willing to pay Redone upfront money. They weren't willing to pay Bryce Harper upfront money. So let's see what they do with Soto. Yeah. I mean, what do you, I mean, what what is he worth? What is he worth, by the way? What do you guys think Soto's worth? Juan Soto? Oh, man. I mean, he is probably one of the best bats. Mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball right now. One of the best pure hitters out there. Plus, who doesn't love watching the Soto shuffle? That's entertainment value right there. Uh, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would sign him. I don't care if he... If, I mean, I do care if he was a bad hitter. But the, if he was a much worse hitter and still did the shuffle, I would still be a fan of Juan like, Soto, and if, I would still watch Nationals if, games for if Juan Bobby, Soto. If Bobby Benilla... Like did, oh, yeah. did like the Soto <laughs> shuffle. Like I would feel so much better about the money that's still being paid to him. Like if he had any other redeeming qualities, <laughs> it would be so nice. God. Uh, oh, oh yeah, we want to talk about bad Mets contracts. No, 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 we don't. We don't want to talk about bad Mets contracts. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can talk about ones they avoided with Trevor Bauer. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Wait, Ryan, like Ryan, what do you think? Honestly, like I'm, I just want to toss out numbers because I like confidently tossing out numbers and then being wrong. So like. What do you think? What do you guys think, like numbers wise? What is he worth? What is Soto worth? Oh my gosh, I I would say, I mean, up there in 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 years as well. So 13, 14 years, considering how young he is, I would go up there. Um, and I would say more than Tatis. I don't know if the Nationals are willing to pay it, but I think he's that's, worth more than Tatis. That's a good point. I I mean, San Diego is known for being a small market team mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I mean, although now their infield has, uh, what, Hosmer, Manny, and uh, Tatis now, who all have pretty pretty hefty deals. Uh, that's, I think I saw a tweet that said that infield is worth like, 812, like $812 million. Yeah. I saw something like they better not make any errors. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, I think this contract uh, is – more it's actually more reflective on sort of the nature of AJ Preller and the mm-hmm. Padres organization. Cornell alum, right? 
AJ Preller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, AJ Preller, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> just just if you're if you're one of the 20 million. <laughs> come on yeah. the show, man. 20 million. Yes. <laughs> uh but point B, I think that because there, there had been, you know, talks at the beginning of this offseason, and I put talks in, in quotes because that's what I thought they were. I thought it was just, you know, they said, oh, yeah, we would like to extend Tatis. We like him. I thought that was just the front office's way of saying, like, yeah, I mean, he's our young guy, and, and we like having him around. I literally thought that's where the conversation would end because, you know, as we said, he's only played in 143 games. But the Padres have had a historic season for their club and – in major league baseball. I mean, trading for amazing arms, uh, signing some uh, talent from Japanese, Hasum Kim uh, restocking their bullpen, extending their superstar who is now, I mean, as I mentioned prior to the show, checking off more and more boxes to become the face of major league baseball. Uh, Shout out to the Padres and AJ Preller for uh, really just throwing the money out there, showing trust in their players and open communication. Uh, the press conference between those uh, with Tatis and Preller, uh, there was like some translation issues, but Tatis was helping Preller out. They seemed like homeboys, uh, as homeboys, as, as, as much homeboy you could get between a GM and a player, I should say. But <laughs> yeah. I, that was impressive. So shout out to the Padres, man. Watch, watch yeah, some Padres baseball, guys. They're going all in and, and as a doctor, and I feel like it's exciting to see just because we actually going to get some competition in the NLS this year. Um, <laughs> but I mean, trading for Clevenger, Hugh Darvish, and then um, Blake Snell, and now extending their young set. I mean, they're proving that they're going all in. And I mean, it's exciting. It's going to make baseball fun. Yeah, uh, we need this. Like, yeah, baseball gonna, needs this. I'm going to be staying up to watch some West Coast games for exactly, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, like... It's it's about time the National League stopped getting killed in the All Star game. Yeah, that's like, a good point. <laughs> this is that time is over. All right, I'm I'm so I've been so pissed. I went I went to the 2013 All Star game. It's it's literally my my uh my computer background is a picture uh at the 2013 All Star game because it was at City Field mm-hmm. and oh, wow. it was the worst All Star game I have ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. It was the highlight. There were two highlights of the game. One was Prince Fielder hitting a triple. Um, because I think that's probably the only one he's ever hit in his career, little league or professional, um, and around those bases. And then the second thing was there was a fan that stormed the field and, um, it was a real, it was, it woke everyone up. Like it was three, nothing AL win. And it was Matt Harvey. He started for the Mets back when he was not doing cocaine and then um let's see or maybe oh, he was i don't know and then um <laughs> it was uh <laughs> we can say that on the air right it's not a curse word um, <laughs> only only one way to find out <laughs> and uh and there was also um oh my god uh mike trout he won the uh mvp for that game or, or i think he did i think he did he hit like a triple to lead off. He all-star double. mvp wow i think it was tw- right 2013 that was when like the the Tigers were supposed to win, but the Red Sox upset them. Wow, that, that's a yeah. it feels like a different era of baseball. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, that's my like that's my tangent. But um, we 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 do have some other things to talk about, Jake. You're we, gonna, you're gonna ask me. So okay, I don't know if you guys are a member of the Seattle area Rotary Club, but if <laughs> if you were. Some listeners probably like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, if you were, you got quite a show. Uh, <laughs> Mariners CEO Kevin Mather, Mather uh, 
some white guy. It, he doesn't does he doesn't deserve <laughs> the correct pronunciation. <laughs> he gave the Rotary Club this a uh, public. This was recorded, and he knew it was recorded. He gave them quite a show. He talked a lot about the details of the Mariners front office. He went into talking about Jared Kelenich and Julio Rodriguez, who are two amazing outfield prospects in the Mariner system, I think ranked four and five in the baseball America prospect system. He openly admitted to uh, service time manipulation, which basically says, yeah, even though they're probably, and in these cases, they're definitely ready to come up and make an impact on the big league stage. We are not going to call them up for a little while because we want to be able to hold on to their contracts, their major league contracts and basically start the clock on their major league contracts later. Um, That's not, this is something that happens. I think this is something that happens amongst all clubs without it really being addressed, but he just sort of flat out like pled guilty in front of a rotary club. Um, (laughs) So that wasn't good. He also, complained about having to pay players interpreters uh he has a there was a there's a few japanese uh arms in the mariners bullpen and rotation and <laughs> i will say he was like oh yeah, we, we love these guys uh but i you know we we threatened to take away their interpreter and all of a sudden their english is better i don't want to have to pay an interpreter seventy five thousand dollars a year hold hold hold, hold on <laughs> you oh can't First of all, that's just not how you should be treating your players. If, if it's one thing, if a player is able, like feels comfortable having a conversation with their coaches or with their teammates uh, in English, despite it not being their primary language, it's another thing to have them address the media in their secondary language. And paying an interpreter, if, if it really bothers you that much, then I would love to hear you go in front of a Japanese press conference or the Japanese press and try and have a press conference without an interpreter. I dare you. I dare you, man. And if you don't want to pay that interpreter, then what? Then you can't complain about paying your players interpreters, man. That's not how the world works. So, uh, God. am I missing oh my- anything, guys? What else did I mean, he do? Did he I miss anything? On for what was it? Forty-five minutes. I, yeah. He just—he's been fired. Well, I, like they—it was one of those like they parted ways. He has left the organization. Um, so yeah, he was fired. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just like. Okay, I've read so many articles over my entire existence about why, like, if you're being recorded, like, there are things you shouldn't do. We've read all about it, about all of these, all of these people, like, you shouldn't, you should never be, like, racist, sexist, homophobic, like, you, you, xenophobic, you shouldn't be that ever. But if you know someone's recording you, and you're going to do it, like, you deserve what ever you have coming to you <laughs> you deserve the highest form of punishment he should never be hired again he should never have a place in baseball again he should never have a job period like no one should ever hire him and i hate the fact that he's probably rich enough to the point where it doesn't even matter like that's what pisses me off the most you know what i mean i i just think that when you hear a lot of sort of let me use the Nolan Arenado situation as an example. We, uh, you know, we've been hearing for over the course of like maybe a year and a half, like since the, before the 2019 season, when he signed that extension uh, that him and his GM were not getting along. 
because it was like, oh, well, I'm in a rebuild. Oh, well, if we were rebuilding, you wouldn't be here. That happened over a year and a half, and it ended incredibly poorly. And now, although that general manager still has a job, everybody hates his guts. Um, sorry, Jeff British. Um, <laughs> and I, it blows my mind to think that general managers can sort of just, or, you know, in this case, part ownership can just sort of go in front of the press and say whatever they want. And then like be shocked when it blows up. And I've, I've heard, I don't want to hear a word out of Kevin Mather's mouth being like, Oh, this is the media exaggerating things. Shut up, man. Uh, uh-uh. I know I'm not saying he has said any of those things, but I can just, I can feel it that he wants to say it. And if he does, Oh my God, how stupid are you? Like, that was just a personal rant there. I don't, Ryan, no, do you have you, anything to you've add? You had back to, this? to back, Ryan. You want to have one personal rant to make it a holy I mean, trinity of personal rants? I think something is just like the disrespect towards international players and like international, they are the, like, you can argue they're the present and the future of baseball. You look at all of these like studs that have been come up recently, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. We're talking about Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr. And I think even the number one ranked prospect right now, Wander Franco, is an international player. And for him to just blatantly disrespect them and come out and plead guilty to to messing with their time and and minor league pay is already a problem oh, in yeah. in baseball right now and just for him to come out and say like oh yeah we mess with their service times so we don't have to pay them more that's just horrible horrible and there's no place in baseball for that like absolutely the worst no. the worst part about this whole thing was that he was saying it with pride. He was like, yeah, you know, we're like, he almost seemed proud to be able like, oh, we're saving money. We're so cheap and we're doing completely unethical things and ruining the game of baseball. But I can wear the badge of honor that said, oh, I, I didn't have to spend an extra three million dollars this year. Come on, man. That's <laughs> like and he, he quote at one point he tried to like blow it off as the excuse of like, oh, well, like. We, and I don't know who he was even referring to as we, I think it may have just been like the Major League Baseball owners. Like we lost $2.9 billion this year. I, so if, if that's your biggest concern, when- and Minor leaguers going, didn't even have a season. They weren't getting paid. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're like, oh man. Oh, I also lost $2.9 billion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Like, yeah, really, I wish I could say that, bro. Yeah, I know, I wish I could be in that position where I'm losing billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable how he's up there saying, like, we lost $2.9 billion when a lot of the people that get paid out of his team's pocket didn't even have a job. Exactly. They lost their job because of this pandemic. So, I, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of the – of when wealthy people complain about their money in the first place, but don't bring it into baseball, Mr. <laughs> Kevin Mather. So get out of here, man. It, yeah. you know, I don't expect, as Skyler said, to find another job in baseball, but you know, hopefully we have baseball news getting more positive. Uh, bright. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one more piece of negative news. Okay. Before, um. before we get into some, uh, like the one last positive baseball, submit, go and get get it in here, man. Yeah, and this is this is related. This is this is the perfect um, transition to the next thing. But um, this is just a crazy thing that I heard today. Um, okay. Still negative. Don't worry. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the the top prospect for the Twins, Royce Lewis, uh, tore his ACL, um, oh, yeah. and he's out for nine to twelve months because he slipped on a patch of ice. That sucks, man. <laughs> that sucks so much. <laughs> man, man, that's 
Oh, geez. I, well, hopefully he can he can be rehabbed and, and uh, be. I don't I don't know when he was expected to come up. I know the Twins signed uh, Simmons to play short, so uh, clearly they they were planning on not putting him at shortstop this year. Um, but hopefully Royce Lewis can make a comeback. Definitely a top prospect in Major League Baseball, like all around the league. So uh, best of best of luck on the recovery for Royce Lewis. Uh, I've slipped on ice before and have not torn my ACL. So I, I don't clap. That's not the point I'm trying to make. That's that's, that's not the point I'm trying to make. Jake belongs in the MLB. This is, this is the soundbite I'm taking to promote. (laughs) Yo, yo, I know he tore his, but I did not tear mine. Thank you very much. All right. You know, whatever. Anyway, but positive news. Um, um spring training has started and so we're getting a bunch of fun digital content there's a bunch of wholesome smiles i'm seeing on twitter uh which is rare for baseball twitter so um (laughs) and we even have spring training games coming up i believe this sunday this is being recorded on thursday night so so sunday uh, i actually knew it was coming up not because of everybody telling me online but because my dad called me he goes oh we got charged again for mlb tv so i guess that means <laughs> games are coming up again and i was like oh i i guess so um <laughs> so a so, uh, cute little story there so we have some spring training games to look forward to we can watch live baseball uh I know it's not quite the same as last spring training where Skyler actually got to go to Port St. Lucie, Port St. Lucie, excuse me, and see Tim Tebow slide on his tush and make a fool of himself. Uh, <laughs> oh man, we got to talk about that. That's happened. Getting retired. Yeah. Oh yeah. He that t- happened. I for- we didn't even put that in the notes. Tim Tebow retired from baseball. Um, now you All right, know. We're moving on. <laughs> that's, also, that's also a positive. He was taking a spot away from someone who probably deserved it. So Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But uh, most strikeouts I've ever seen by one player um, in uh, in the number of times I've gone to a game combined. I just you go out there. You'd be never like. Never watched John Carlos Stanton play, but. Uh... <laughs> I said live, live baseball. Live oh, baseball. sorry, sorry. <laughs> But uh, anyway, anyway, go back to your actually important, relevant, um, happy spring training stories. Uh, well, didn't you get to be uh, Jeff McNeil's dog? I did. Um, Miss Miss Willow McNeil is the Instagram account. Um, it's Miss Willow McNeil. I'm not going to okay. spell it out, but um, that's his dog's Instagram account. I got to meet his his wife and his dog. Um, she's very nice. The dog is very nice. The dog's very playful. I just like tossed it a, a broken, they had like a beat up baseball. So I'm sure the dog has only ever known chewing baseballs or something. Um, but, uh, this is, in this family, we give our dog baseball toys. <laughs> exclusively, um, exclusively, exclusively from major league baseball. Um, yeah, man. I, it was, uh, it was, that was a great experience. It's, it's so surreal thinking about that. What's today. We're recording this February 25th. Mm-hmm. I, one year ago today, I saw a game. Um, I drove up an hour to the Astros stadium. The the Astros and Nationals actually share a complex, which was really really awkward. Um, yeah, after, after that World Series, series. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I drove. It was a it was ESPN Wild Road of Sports, so it was the Disney complex. I drove up there, saw a game February twenty twenty uh, February twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Saw the game and flew back that night. So a year ago today. At this moment, I was on a flight uh, back home from Florida. That's crazy to think about. I, 
I actually have a picture from my or my mom showed me a picture from her phone of me watching a Mets spring training game and pointing to Skylar behind home plate. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That. I'm that kind of baseball geek where if I see someone I know, I'm like, Mom, look. <laughs> I remember you waved. I think we waved. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. I remember. That story is so irrelevant. But See, this people... is why we need baseball back, just to bring little camera moments like this back into the, into my household, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, my God. So I guess transitioning away from wacky baseball stories just that just only make me miss uh, being able to go to baseball games. Uh, yeah. We can move into some maybe some NFL news. I know there's some yeah. trades and some some drama. So Ryan, that was going yeah. on. Ryan. So quarterback carousel here. I mean, so many teams looking for a new guy. Um, today, actually, a new story came out that Russell Wilson's agent announced that he has five teams in mind. Um, he hasn't officially made a trade requ- request, but uh, he said that if he were to be traded, he has a few teams in mind. Um, but then, right as that new story broke and everybody started going crazy. He tweeted out a video, like a, almost like a hype tape for the new season, um, almost saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm still committed, but if the front office wants to trade me, I have some teams in mind. Oh my God. Imagine, I imagine if he just like removed the logos from the, the hype video, he's like, this, he's like this, this could be you. <laughs> oh my God. Cause he, cause the other report, right. Was that he stormed out of a meeting. That was like yeah. the, the big report i mean do, do you guys read about that i, mean, I haven't yeah. heard about this this is new here what'd you hear i mean yeah like apparently he got frustrated in the meeting and, and he stormed out um oh boy but i mean like his like, he's a top talent in the league you can argue <clears> the top three quarterback in the league like mahomes and him are like up there with each other yeah. um and and the fact that we have a disgruntled star like him and and in, in an off season where a lot of teams are looking for a quarterback it could mean a lot yeah. Do does anybody know what these five teams are uh, off the top of their head? Yeah, it's the I, Dallas Cowboys, New Orleans Saints, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, and Bears. So only four. Duh, Bears. Oh, uh-huh. wow. wow. Bears. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine, like, because the funniest thing would be if he went to the Bears, he was trash, and the Bears traded Trubisky, and Trubisky like had a Hall of Fame career. Like that's my <laughs> best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Trubisky, it's like Trubisky throws for 74 touchdowns, 8,051 <laughs> passing yards. And like, like next season, oh my God. <laughs> That'd be so funny. That'd be so funny. Well, I think the, the common theme, even I noticed this because I, I don't watch a ton of football, but I watched enough Seahawks games to know that uh, he needs an O-line. Uh, also, Ryan explained it to me before the show. But um, <laughs> we – I. If you're the Seahawks, I would I would try and maybe I'm not saying I don't know why said storming out of a meeting happened, but I can't as someone who has only been watching. I only watch like maybe one game a week and it's usually like the big the marketed game of the week during the football season. Even I would be shocked to see Russell Wilson anywhere but the Hawks. So it would be. I don't know if I'm Seattle sports taking a big hit this episode. Um, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, sorry if you're listening to this from Washington, man. And I like, like how in the last episode I was like, I would love to live in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really said that. Oh my God. 
I should never want to say. I should never say that about a city ever. Wait, wait, wait. Say, say that you want to live in another city from teams that we hate. Um, so they'll have some bad stuff Houston, happen. Houston. Like, um, yeah, I definitely Houston, want to work yeah. in Houston. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just think like it's it's a cute little town. I heard they got some nice brewery things going. Situation, you know, nice some country concerts going on. It just seems like my kind of town, you know. So. Yeah. And then, like, boom, Astros will win 162 this season. <laughs> I can't the wait. Tex- well, the Texans might trade uh, Deshaun Watson. And J.J. Watts out of there. So, yeah. yeah. They, they, Houston sports have already taken a hit. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, the J.J. Watt thing, like, man, he's oh, he's going to be – obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. But, like, he's going to be literally remembered more for, like, the stuff he's done for Houston than for, like, any of his football accomplishments, which is, like, weird to say because he's one of the best players in the league. But, like, mm-hmm. he's, like, one of those rare combinations of, like, the socially aware, like, stud. You know what I mean? Like, because he's mm-hmm. – I mean, he helped that. Well, what were you, like he after so much money for them, right? Yeah, yeah, like twenty something million dollars for hurricane relief. Like, oh yeah, I mean, and I think like all of his donations went up when he got cut, and people were like donating like ninety nine dollars in honor of him <laughs> or something like that because that's his yeah. number. Yeah. Oh my god, I saw that. Yeah. There were so many conspiracies too because yeah. he tweeted out something <laughs> like the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, um, and people were like one of my. <laughs> it's yeah, one of my favorite sayings. It's but, like the same length as Buffalo Bills, apparently. So people were saying, oh, he's going to the Bills now. Oh, <laughs> like the word mitochondria is the yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Wait, God. we didn't have this in the show notes, but speaking of this weird like conspiracy involving the Bills, did y'all see what the Bills like put on their social media sites? They had like the they made a video about Stefan Diggs, like saying how uh, I've really appreciated my time in Buffalo and like, like one of those, like respecting my moments at this, at, at this team because I'm moving sort of vibes. And then they, it was a complete troll. I can't actually remember the details of the video, but <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that the bills. So like social media team was like if not a major part of this like conspiracy is definitely aware of what's going on and going to capitalize on it. (laughs) Oh my God. That's insane. That's insane. I literally, I I will say though, in all seriousness, I want him on the Steelers so badly. He'll play with his brothers. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be. I know, uh, I know he tweeted out. I forgot. He tweeted out something today, and then TJ Watt was like, "So what does this mean?" Because like he's tweeting all these like subliminal things. <laughs> his brothers playing along too. Yeah, hundred percent. His brothers are in on that. Hundred percent. I get a Bleacher Report notification a day with JJ Watt in it, and yeah. I'm like, well, I, I don't, I don't know what this means anymore. This, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not at the same level as everybody with the knowledge of this conspiracy going on. I mean, I know it's like a fan tweeted at him saying like, so when are you going to make your decision? And then he was like, I take an hour to figure out where I eat. Like, you guys need to give me some time. (laughs) (laughs) That's relatable. (laughs) I can't even decide between like Chipotle and Moe's half the time. So (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a rough world out there. I I can't say I feel the exact same pressures that JJ Watt does, but I would like to think that we have something in common. So, <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I feel like if it comes down to it, a cuisine-based decision is gonna help them the most. You know? What well, I mean? well, I mean, as we've mentioned on the show, we are all six eight two eighty. So I, I think <laughs> J, JJ Watt and I may have a few things in common. Um, yeah, you know, honestly, you know who would be great 
to go for uh to go to for advice on where to go our former gm chris morales oh shout out to our gm (laughs) first morales gotta get his name in there (laughs) there you go Ryan is like, oh man, I, I do yeah. not understand what's going on. These, a, are, these were the references that we yeah, mentioned. Yeah, I figured. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I know when you meet Tyler and I had today, he dropped that name and I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, you'll learn very quickly. Ready? Like, I, I really hope whoever's listening to this episode is like, I hope you're a first time listener because that'd be great. But also, if you're not, um, just man, go toss him a follow on social media. Like, just go, go. I don't know. He's going to do big Pride things. of Morales. I believe he uh, doesn't he have his own like, a website now for getting himself out there. Chris Morales, Something just, like just a generational, like social and amazing human being. And I, I'm just, we're going to go, I'm going to go into a little tangent about how much I love Chris Morales. He really has just touched my heart. And Chris, I don't know if you still listen to this show, but I, I miss you, man. So yeah. a, a, another big shout out to our GM, former GM, Christopher <laughs> yeah. Morales. I miss you too, man. Chris, I'm, <laughs> I'm this is going to be so meta because I'm going to tell him after this show, to make sure he listens to the show. And then he's going to hear me saying that I'm going to text him after the show when he listens to it. I'm so excited for this. It's like a time loop in our, and everybody, yeah. It's so meta. Yeah, you're right. Uh, wait, anyway. We did, I think I think we missed, uh, did we want to talk about Carson, uh, Carson Wentz going to the Colts now? For yeah. like, I don't, yeah. for like draft picks? Yeah, I mean, they were saying that they wanted, that they were looking for a Matthew Stafford-like deal. Um, because of course uh, Stafford and Goff got traded mm-hmm. for each other this offseason and then they just got nothing I mean <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I think, like, yeah, pretty much. a few years ago he was like the solidified MVP of that year then he tore his ACL and got injured and then Nick Foles yeah. went on to win the Super Bowl for the Eagles um, but now I mean he just looked lost last season like absolutely lost and and there were so many years or, or seasons where people were giving him the excuse like oh he doesn't have any receivers he doesn't have any receivers but this year was just he was just blatantly bad like it was horrible <laughs> well, it, was, maybe, it was so embarrassing maybe he'll pull a Jameis Winston and get like corrective eye surgery yeah. and all, all his problems will just magic like just cleared and he'll be he'll return to MVP type form I don't know I mean I would like to see Carson Wentz not end his career on this note but um you know i would like to see him at least get back up there i don't know i'm not i'm not an eagles fan by any means but it's it's never a fun story to see someone fall off like this i remember i i was looking through old photos recently and i came across a screenshot it was a screenshot about like something to do with the mets um and uh it was on it was from bleach report right below like one or two stories below it it was um some GMs were talking about Carson Wentz. I think it was like right after he'd signed his deal or something. And it, the headline was like, like Wentz is like hall of fame caliber. He will make you forget about Nick Foles. He's going to be one of the greatest of all time. And I just read that. And that I laughed like in a milk that yeah. age. <laughs> I have, so I, poorly. A, a tear really just dripped out of <laughs> my face in that moment. Um, it, was, it was really surreal to read. Just go, going back and reading all those articles. I mean, we might have to have, Honestly, what a great segment it would be in the show if we just went back and read all these like old articles that were like these this player's gonna suck or this player's gonna be great, and then just compare it to how good or terrible they actually were. I love reading scouting reports on yeah. like trout from like 2010. Yes. And like it'll be I, I remember one that was like, you'll you'll be lucky if you see him go yard once. And, <laughs> and here he is, uh, you know, th- three MVPs under his belt and has the most expensive contract in baseball so 
we we should that would be a great segment actually let's let's write that down <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> take note of that yeah. yeah i'm gonna take oh my god um somebody else speak while i write that down well wait um, did we, i don't i haven't followed much of the nba this season but i do know that the all-star game is coming up and just because i keep seeing the constant bleacher report like who was the biggest snub this year yeah. uh you know <laughs> real clickbaity titles but you know that's that's sports journalism these days um that's facts <laughs> that is what um, it is so i does anybody have like the teams in front of them i honestly have no idea here i well who so who does anybody have any like oh man this person like does anybody have any snubs they want to talk about any like what's your thoughts on the team I mean, so far well the the clear snub was um devin booker but he's going to be getting in because anthony davis is hurt oh okay yeah but then another one uh, a lot of people have been mentioning is DeMontis Sabonis um center for the Pacers I mean he's been having a phenomenal year he didn't get in but like when you bring up snubs you also have to mention like well who would you take out and replace him with yeah um, so I mean that that's also the tough part I've been seeing Ben Simmons a lot being thrown around um but uh but yeah I mean it, it's also nice when you have like first year guys getting in it's also pretty nice. It's always really nice to see that. Yeah. Well, it's weird because it's a it's a fan vote, right? Like, well, it's like for the starters, the way the way that all star voting works is like for the starters, it's a mixture of like fan votes and then media votes, um, and then that's how they determine stars. But for the reserves, it's uh, just the coaches vote. So, like, who do the coaches think should get in? So it's always like really like weird to see. It's like okay, like this is who the fans want. The fans always choose like one like person to like jokingly try to get in but they never get in because of the media um like i think a few years ago it was like alex caruso was like had like a ton of votes <laughs> oh my god people just like him because he has no hair like, yeah exactly <laughs> all season, or like he was like was trying to hit on rihanna or something i mean alex <laughs> shoot your shot bro yeah. <laughs> my gosh that's insane that's crazy man oh my god but Wait, yeah i, I yeah. Is it wait wait? So I I literally just googled NBA All Star game and I'm seeing I think they announced the reserves. Julius yeah. Randle, a Nick, a New yeah. York yeah. Nick, yeah. made the team. Wow. Yeah, I mean Randle, I think in his like last five or seven games, has been putting up like thirty a game. He's been averaging thirty, which is insane. Woo-hoo. And they just they just have fans back at the Garden. They just started letting them in a few days ago, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, say we will, but I, I'm sure people are happy to see, um, uh, like. A good Knicks player. Yeah. That's rare. That's why we haven't had that in a while. Like Knicks basketball doesn't absolutely suck this year. Like they're not an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the honestly, do we do we want to say it's not a coincidence that they're not as bad as they normally are, and there's at least less fans <laughs> in the garden? <laughs> I'm not. I, 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 you're not like saying Lee there's a connection, but you're not saying know. there's not a connection. There yeah. maybe there's def, uh, there's definitely a correlation. I don't know about causation yeah. kind of <laughs> situation. Uh, it's honestly the last time I've been to the. It's been a while since I've been to the garden. I can't even. Yeah, remember. I don't blame you, man. There's nothing to see there. Like there's nothing to see there. Well, uh, yeah. Well, well, the Rangers are like. No, they're 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 pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> they even it, well. <laughs> You know, I don't want to get into a whole hockey tangent. We didn't even have this in the notes, but they, they they're in uh 
they're not a great team to begin with. They're like average across the league, but they're in a very competitive division because they had to redo all the divisions for hockey uh, in terms of like location. So it's just like everybody in the East plays each other, everybody in the West, Central, West, and Canada is in their own division too. So right, right. hockey ran over. The Rangers are, uh, the point is, it's a disappointing <laughs> season to be a Rangers fan and not as disappointing season to be a Knicks fan, which is not usually how the world works. So. Right, exactly. There's an imbalance. Like there's a, there's a world equilibrium imbalance. Um, yeah, so so uh, that's 2021. That's like the theme that we came up with last episode. Just uh, things are happening in the sports world that just should not be happening. So there don't do not be betting on sports this year. <laughs> I don't know. Theme, Zach Levine, first all-star appearance for a team that hasn't really been good. Uh, the Bulls got oh, the Bulls, yeah. 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 I mean, well, I and he said him. he wouldn't do the dunk contest too, right? Yeah, he came out saying that. But somebody who might, Zion Williamson, said that he might do the dunk contest, which would be a treat. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, my God. Dude, I that would be so nice to see. Like, it, I mean, he just draws fans. I mean, the, 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 the amount of money he made the Pelicans or he has been making the Pelicans just by existing is, like, absurd. <laughs> yeah. being there, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, just simply being there. I mean, he made it oh, first All Star appearance too, so it'd be cool. Um, yeah. I mean, he just took that leap in his second year, which is insane. Um, Pelicans haven't been very good, but I mean, he's been amazing for them. Yeah, I see Rudy Gobert on this list, and honestly, the 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 as a very very loose NBA follower, the image of Rudy Gobert I have plastered into my head is him rubbing all the mics and then (laughs) oh man well hopefully in the year it's been since him testing oh well it's been less than a year because that was more into the pandemic and the nba season and stuff but hopefully with this new season he's learned to uh be a little more covid serious and and not be like well not me and rub and touch (laughs) everything um because that that image uh, people don't forget that uh exhibit a myself so (laughs) and i mean his teammate that he gave COVID to also made the all-star uh, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was like a big thing between them when they said like, I know I remember a report came out said like they can't patch up the relationship. But, I mean, here they are in the all-star game together. Uh, yeah, here they are going to force to spend another week together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would think one of them would be like, oh, finally, like uh, one of them gets to, you know, yeah. see, uh, I don't have to see it. It's the all-star break. Nah, he's he's your travel buddy. You're going everywhere with him. Yeah, they're taking a yeah, was... flight together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so weird. He's your sweet um, mate. He's right down the hall. Yeah. Um, what do you, real quick, what do you guys think about um the, the dunk contest? At halftime of the All Star Game, what do you think? That's gonna be weird. I mean, I like it as a like separate event. It's gonna be really weird um, seeing that together. I mean, I get it because of COVID and everything, but still. Um, oh, they're I mean, doing the dunk contest at halftime. Yeah. Yep. Wow, so it's gonna be like a four-hour-long TV. Event. I know. <laughs> it's gonna be like all day. It's gonna start at like two p.m. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna be really weird um, seeing it. But, but something with the dunk contest that the NBA, it's like, it's not exciting anymore. Like they always get people who aren't very good, like just good at dunking. Um, but I mean, if Zion's in there, I mean, but you also think historically, like Jordan used to participate in the, in the dunk contest. He had all these people, like all these like amazing talents in the, in the dunk contest. And now we get some like yeah, rookies who have like pops, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know. I, I, 
it's always it's a creativity battle because all the normal dunks have been done like between the legs behind the back reverse like those have been done so it's it's literally about getting creative and you got to appreciate that like the blake griffin thing i mean oh yeah blake griffin when he jumped over the car (laughs) yeah i mean like and he brought out a chorus like you 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 can't do that and then lose the dunk contest like like a choir i don't know no no, i feel like that one dunk cost him like 50 grand (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I spent about like 50, 60 grand on my dunk, but I won. So uh, worth it. Yo, honestly, <laughs> I'd pay 50, 60 grand to be able to dunk. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That is a fact. <laughs> I mean, I wait a minute. We're 6'8", 280. We, how can we not <laughs> oh, dunk? You're right. We can, we we can just... probably palm a ball just by standing up. Yeah, we can yeah. palm a ball by standing up. That's no, right. I like palm a ball. We can, we can, we, okay. Uh, if, if you saw the visual of me with the arm, it would make more sense. But we could, we could just stand up and drop uh, because we're such huge people. So you don't fact. say, keep, keep your cash, buddy. All right. I'll keep my cash. I will keep my cash. I have a gambling problem anyway. And don't um, invest it in sports this year. That is the theme we're going with. That is, that is absolutely it. Um, before we, um, uh, this is our last thing before we wrap up, but we do have to uh, acknowledge uh, what has transpired this week. Um, Tiger Woods caught in a horrible uh, car accident. Yeah, some somber times here. Tiger, look, again, I don't have a lot to say in terms of Tiger's performances because I don't watch golf. I just want to get that out of the way. But anybody, you see Tiger Woods' name in a headline, you immediately think, oh man, like something big. So being in a car crash, he may not be able to golf. He might not be able to use his leg again. Uh, we're still like getting doctor updates. I'm probably not even the most informed on what's going on, but I mean, we, we, you know, the world of golf will definitely not be the same without Tiger, especially for those who watch a lot of golf and not including myself. Yeah. I mean, he is, one of the most famous at like athletes in the entire world. I mean, there's not many people you can say that about. I mean, Michael Jordan at the height of his, um, you know, at the height of his fame, like a worldwide sensation. Can't really say that about uh, uh, baseball players. You can say the same maybe about LeBron James. Um, but I think there's not that many who have like, especially especially like U.S. athletes. Like it's much you know with just the U.S. sports. Um, so hopefully his he'll be able to recover in whatever capacity he can. Um, definitely wishing him well. I mean, it was a shock to everyone to hear it, but we're, I mean, we're glad he's alive. I think by all accounts, he was very lucky not to have been oh, yeah. any more hurt in the crash. So, um, and he has like, you know, full use of his faculty, like mental faculties and stuff. So that's good. And, you know, medicine's pretty sick these days. So like, um, we'll see, we'll, we will see what happens, but definitely wishing him the best. And, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, I mean, it's just like, there are very select few athletes who like the media have written off as the goats or like uh, before they even come up and Tiger's just one of them. Like you put like LeBron James up there, you put um, up with like Andrew Luck, you know, like all, all these people who just dominated before they actually made the league. Like Tiger is one of them. Like he was a young kid just dominating in all these golf tur- tournaments. And I mean, it's just, he's such a rare breed of an athlete. Um, so it's very, very sad. I mean, he's lucky to be alive. I'm glad he's alive. I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad and think he's out of surgery and stable. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope he makes a full recovery. And I will say, um, if 
we, we don't know how we don't have the details of what's happening like with his doctors but if if he is unfortunately not able to golf in the same way anymore i would still love to hear him be around the world of golf and be involved in broadcasting and be involved i mean everybody would like to hear tiger woods be involved with golf as long as he can um and i would hope that he is you know, feeling up to it. I understand that, you know, an athlete losing their ability to compete is something that, uh, you know, I'll never understand. So uh, I, I would, I would hope that he's, you know, if he loses his ability to compete, which is, you know, a decent possibility at this point, unfortunately, I, we're all praying that doesn't happen. But even if that were to happen, I hope that he, um, I hope he sticks around golf because I don't think the world of golf would be the same if Tiger was just sort of like left. Yeah. Agreed. Um, bit of a somber note to end on but that's gonna be our show for today uh we gotta we gotta like yeah oh wow that was, that was, we gotta say we gotta, we, say, something we gotta say something oh <laughs> uh, well uh, uh what am i thinking uh oh i just well I, I this is a crazy statistic i don't know if you guys did you guys have something go skylar so fernando tatis apparently signed the 340 million dollar contract okay however apparently he made a deal with like some investment company oh yeah <laughs> and, and he um and he owes him like 30 million dollars so. well i heard he owes this investment company 30 million and because of like california state taxes he's probably only going to end up making about 150 of that million i mean only oh. 150 of that Gosh, like darn it yeah like uh, <laughs> you know he'll be okay fernando tatis jr will i you know <laughs> i i think he'll be all right in terms of cash but i think it was uh, 2.9 billion you know like the Marlins. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah big sad man <laughs> sorry for your loss of money man <laughs> Um, I just, I loved in, if you looked at the comments of that story, you saw everything from like, ah, oh, like he'll be okay. Like we're saying range from like, this is why like taxes and blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, you know what? Everybody has a strong opinion on Twitter and you, some stories just write themselves, you know, that that's all I'm going to say right there. <laughs> so I think we made, I'm thinking we made a comeback from that. Um, that's going to be our show. Um, I will say, um, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Keep an eye out for, um, uh, for more content from Ryan on our website. And in the future, we have legitimate content Intent, that's coming out. Wink, wink. Ryan Madrigal will be part of a key part of the expansion in WVBR. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to create more content. Um, but yeah, like they, like they said, Stay tuned. Um, Stay tuned. All right. Absolutely. All right. That's what we're going to end on. Jake, my homie, Ryan, my new homie. um, Always a pleasure. And uh, we will be back in two weeks. Enjoy your weekend, y'all. Peace. Make sure to check out our social media accounts at WVBRFM Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And also check out our written content on WVBR.com slash sports. Big Red Banter airs bi-weekly at 4 p.m., but on the weeks that banter is not airing, make sure to check in at the same time for special coverage of Cornell's athletes.